0: Yo
1: yeah 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 yeah. Howdy. What's up?
0: Hey. What's up, everybody? Well, I think I think we're talking about.
1: <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Progen Procedural Generations. Yep. Uh, I am your one of your hosts, Caleb.
0: And I am Christy, otherwise known as Nan.
1: Boom. The nanny. Da-nanny. The nanny. The nanny.
0: The nanny. The nanny. The nanny. Well, we are um, grandson and grandmother gaming duo, phenom, phenoms. <laughs> They're a family of gamers. Phenoms. Yeah. And, and uh, we're talking
1: about...
0: Mass Effect 1, 2, 3. And today we are speaking about Mass Effect 3.
1: Yes. Conclusion of the Correct. trilogy. Correct. you answered, you've solved my puzzle.
0: Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. What do I win?
1: A uh, chance to play The Price is Right. I have none. Boom, Bum, 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 bum
0: Yay. <laughs> well, so, so the reason why we are starting this podcast uh, talking about... Bioware games is because Mass Effect was hugely pivotal and um, in, in, instrumental in making me become a gamer. Yeah. When I started, I was just being silly. People just putting controllers in my hand and laughing at me and using me for sport. And Stop
1: then bringing that up, I
0: feel bad about it. <laughs> it's okay. I think I was worthy of scorn, and yet somehow or other the process of playing these games really grabbed me. Grabbed, okay. my, grabbed my interest, got my heart, and I think that would not have happened on anything other than Mass Effect. If I think about other games that I have played that were interesting that I might have returned to again and again, don't think I would have become a dyed-in-the-wool gamer Sure, if I hadn't you cut think, my teeth. You don't think
1: Portal might have done it?
0: I love Portal, and I've paid it, played it many, many times. But as far as making me yearn for and desire for a gaming experience, I'll always be looking for another Mass Effect. I'll always be looking for a game that makes me feel the way that made me feel about my character and the people that I met in that universe and may never happen again. That might be a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But other things of merit have grabbed my interest and that I've invested in, but I don't know that I would have been as willing a... Yeah. Investigator, if it hadn't been for Mass Effect, so that's kind of why we decided we would start with that because the number of hours that I put into it. So I started with, in case you didn't hear our our previous episodes, I started with two, floundered my way through it, found out I hadn't leveled up any of my weapons. <laughs> Caleb went, "Wow, you you beat the game with
1: those <laughs> with, with this
0: garbage." <laughs> Let me show you what you do here. So he leveled up all my weapons. I went, okay, cool. So I went back and I played two all the way through again. And then I went and played, um, and then three came out and I played three. And then I went back and did one, two, three. Is that yeah. how I did it? Is that what I said? Or did I go back and do two, 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 one.
1: And then you did two again. Yes. And then did one, two, and three.
0: Yeah, that's what I did. That's right. Two, two, one, yes. two, three. It's yes. right. So, so that was the process. So. Um,
1: so now we're talking about three the mm-hmm. conclusion of the trilogy
0: right so the game starts oh my gosh the
1: so the whole trilogy <sighs> so far has been pretty lighthearted with some with some stakes mm-hmm. added mm-hmm. in um medium rare stakes well um, yes then, but there's so this... like things are getting more and more grim as the games progress because mm-hmm. like that reaper threat that you warned people about in the first one like was always real and mass effect 3 opens with a so, Mass Effect Two's opening is kind of unimpeachably the best opening, but Mass Effect Three's opening is not bad. You're, um, standing, you're standing before, before the, council. the council again. Yeah, and they're again denying with their own heads up their with their heads up their own asses. they're Uranuses. Saying, it's not <laughs> their anus. anuses, <laughs> their
0: anuses. <It's> not Uranus.
1: <laughs> their heads are not in Uranus. <laughs> Weird. Um, Sorry, no, it's fine. <laughs> Probe away. <laughs> Prove away. <laughs> um, no, they're still denying it. Yep. They're, there's a little bit more credence given to his warning. Heedence given to his warning. Mm-hmm. Um, But they still don't completely. Mm-hmm. And fortunate for Shepard, unfortunate for Shepard, unfortunate for the for world. The humanity. Basically, only fortunate in that finally they believe him. The Reapers just show up en mass at Earth. In our solar system. Not even in our... At yeah. Earth. Yeah. They just show up at Earth, and invade, and the whole council dies, Mm -hmm. except for the like spokesperson uh, Udina because he's a jackass, Um, which you find out later. Um, But yeah, he survives. The whole council gets destroyed. Um, You end up leaving. Who's your boss, Anderson?
0: Anderson, her boss. Now you no longer work for um, Service because now you found out. They really were Oh, evil. yeah. They we really were. We didn't finish that We didn't story. talk
1: about that. So at the end of Mass Effect 2, yeah. you end up going through the Omega Relay, which we should have probably brought up, but that's okay. We're talking about well, it Let's now.
0: talk about it now.
1: Yeah. Uh, you go through the Omega Relay and you want yeah. on a suicide mission to knock out and destroy the leadership and oh, just the, the collectors, collectors mm-hmm. overall. Um, and you do it. And at the end, you get the option to save the empty vessel for the Elusive Man or destroy it. But along the way, you've realized that the elusive man has his own motives, has been kind of shitty the whole time. And so I destroyed it. Well,
0: no, it it has um, indoctrinated him. He has become thoroughly and completely indoctrinated, which I don't believe he was in the beginning.
1: I I don't think think he was in the end either, visibly. I think think at the end, you start to think it. Okay. No, Um, no,
0: you know. It's when he starts to crack up. Because physically, physically and mentally, I
1: think he starts to change physically in three. When the Reapers show up, because uh, they're because of their proximity. Okay. Okay. All right. Regardless. Regardless. Okay. He, so we find out he's a crumb, crumb yeah. bag
0: and I'm not working for him anymore.
1: Yeah. So you're not working for him anymore. Yeah. You can you can destroy the collector base, which I did because mm-hmm. I didn't want them to have it, mm-hmm. uh, and that further sours the relationship. Um, but essentially, the bad guys now, after. The Pro... The Pro... Protheans. That's not true. After the um, Reapers attack Earth, um, you're fighting the Reapers and their forces, which their forces are all repurposed Mm -hmm. species. So, Mm -hmm. like, humans are called husks, and they're just like...
0: Right. The collectors were collecting these beings. We're connecting... Collecting people and other species to... To turn
1: into collectors. To turn into other creatures for the...
0: They were harvesting them.
1: Yeah. They were collecting them. Yeah. For
0: for their purposes. Yeah.
1: They weren't yes. Um and so the reapers now are just they're doing their thing. They're 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 infecting and taking over. And so what they do is they like impale people on pikes and like remove all humanity from them mm-hmm. and turn them into these mindless husks that mm-hmm. charge you. Mm-hmm. Um they take turians and turn them into big old brutes. They take uh Asari and turn them into wraiths. Oof. Yeah, those things are awful. Terrifying. Um, yeah, do bru- yeah, do so you, you escape into brute? Yeah, so you you get away, and um, essentially after you get away, you have to figure out.
0: You try to ally yourself. Well, you with gotta other, you gotta save other. people.
1: Yeah, you gotta save a bunch of people. Yeah. So like the you're trying you to buy a, the
0: Earth time, and you're trying yeah. to ally yourself, ally yourself with other people in the yeah. Milky Way.
1: Yeah, Mass Effect Three is way easier to describe in one swoop than. Two and even one. Mm-hmm. Like Mass Effect 3, this attack happens, every, the shit hits the fan, and then your job first you go to Mars and meet with Liara, and she's like, yo, there is a thing that can defeat the Reapers, but we have to build it. Mm-hmm. And to build it, the whole game is you building this thing to beat the Reapers. And to do that, you have to get everybody around the universe's cooperation. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you have to solve a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. You have to solve the genophage that's been wiping out the um, Krogan because Mm -hmm. they reproduce too fastly and they're warlike. So you have to fix that. You have to save the Turian matriarch or whatever. Primarch. You have to go save that person. And then you have to... Essentially, you run around and fix the universe's problems so that they'll save the universe. So that they'll help Um, you. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Like... That's the, whole, the whole game is you just yeah. scramble. It's a mad dash. And yes. it's not as mad a dash as you would think. I think it takes place over several years. And
0: I think you feel the urgency in the beginning because they've already attacked the earth. And you have communications with
1: yeah. Captain
0: or Admiral Anderson and yeah. you know that they have these, um, these uh, video type communications. So you get to talk to him and you can see how bad things are going. And it really wrecks you. Yeah. It really wrecks you. You want to hurry up and get back to help. Fight for your planet. Yeah. This is your planet. And uh, other species are saying, yeah, but if we come help you, who's going to be here to ha- take care of us? You know, there, there's just so many things that apply to what is going on in our world right now.
1: Yeah. And like... <clears throat> yeah, man. I remember... Think about it. Going through... So this game came out in 23rd, 2012, which...
0: Think about how much the world has changed in that yeah. in seven years. But even oh but
1: even just going back to that year, like that was the first year I can remember being depressed. Like that was the first time my chronic depression started because that was the year I stopped playing baseball, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like when I stopped playing baseball, I uh, I kind of lost an outlet and didn't really have one. Um, I mean, games were always around, but I didn't realize the outlet that they could be. And so, like in that moment. Um, I remember this game being like, I can't, I felt like I couldn't fix anything in the real world. And here I could jump into this game as an escape and I was fixing Aww, the universe. That makes
0: perfect sense. And
1: so like, just tying it to like the things, you know, in our lives. Like mm-hmm. I remember distinctly, I think even writing about.
0: Oh, I'd love to read some of those things.
1: I, I need to find it. Yeah. I think it was an article I wrote mm-hmm. like, for real. Hmm.
0: Um, oh man, you're going to have to find that.
1: Yeah, I will. Um, but it was so it was this thing where it was just like, I can't fix anything for real. Like, I'm gonna play this game and and save the world, mm-hmm. save the, the universe. universe, yeah, um, Milky Way. But man, so much stuff happens in this game. People die, mm-hmm. um, or don't, depending on your decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think the first big one. Was well, it the first big one? So one of the first things, one of the first big things you do is you go fix the Krogan.
0: Oh, I want to talk about that.
1: Genophage. Oh my gosh. So the Krogan's are a warlike species of giant people. Kind of stupid. Um, kind
0: of Neanderthal. Are they stupid though? Yeah, kind of. They are just kind of, they think uh, Rex very... Rex
1: super smart.
0: Yeah, they think very... They're, he might be the exception. They're brutal. They're brutalist. They're very brutal and very beasty and... Yeah. They've um, got like
1: redundant hearts. They've got, like, four hearts. They've got multiple organs. Because they're they're prepared for getting shot and, like, organs being destroyed. So they have, like, backups. Right. Uh.
0: So along comes Morden, who is a Salarian, and he and another scientist develop a form of birth control that they... um, Put into <sighs> the air system, yeah, and it causes them to have multiple, multiple miscarriages, and like one out of every number of births yeah, is even a alive birth, birth
1: control. It's a plague. They call it the genophage. Yeah, but like it, it's a bacteria that prevents them from giving birth to healthy. children. Right,
0: right, but it doesn't attack the living people. It just prevents them from having living children. Like, you yeah,
1: say. and so like it cuts the population. down. Yes. It essentially emaciates the entire yes. species. It seems pretty much the same to me. So your people were infected with a genetic mutation? An infection that makes only a few in a thousand children survive birth? And I suppose it's destroying your entire species? I suppose it isn't all the same. I don't expect you to understand, but don't compare humanity's fate with the Krogan.
0: So they really are dying. They're not replenishing their numbers. They're, and they're descending into more and more of a warlock, warlike state. They're warring against themselves. Before they were... The Turians were uh, worried they were going to take over the galaxy or whatever. And now yeah. they can't even sustain their own population. So you convince Dr. Morden that that was the wrong thing to do. And since he is the one that authored the genophage, he has to be the one to help you cure it. And you do that to um, to to get the loyalty of
1: yeah and so like that comes with a price though because the right before you you go to cure it um one of the because the Salarians the the scientists that did this are also like super spies and one of the members of the super spy group I can't remember what the name of that group is but uh they show up and like tell you that the dispers the the dispersal d- device tower uh, has been sabotaged, and that like. I've forgotten about that. The only way for it to work is for you to leave somebody there
0: mm-hmm. to make sure it goes off.
1: And Morden, you're you member of your group, yep. like volunteers.
0: And he's so super analytical.
1: Yeah, and if you've watched if you've watched yeah. Community, he's Abed.
0: Yeah. Super smart and super analytical. He can justify everything he does, yet he has just a shred of humility enough to say maybe this was the wrong thing that we did to these people. Therefore, he's the one that goes in to make sure. No, no other option. Not coming back. Suggest you get clear. Explosion's likely to be problematic. Morton, no! Shepard, please. Need to do this. Need to see it through. For her. Would have liked to see how it ends. Sure, you'll do fine I'm sorry. I'm not. Had to be me. Someone else might have gotten it wrong.
1: If you've got enough, like, uh, loyalty and, like, bond with him, you can convince him not to go up there. But then the
0: Krogans would be annihilated and you would not get their loyalty. And you need to have everybody's loyalty. No,
1: you can convince him not to go up there and then lie to the Krogans that you fixed it.
0: Oh, what a horrible outcome! Oh yeah, you
1: can do some really, and this is probably the first time we've actually dove into like how you can do bad things in this game. Aww. But yeah, you can convince. <laughs> I think you can either convince him or you can like c- kill him. You can kill Morden yourself. Why would I do that? Because he insists on fixing it, and you don't want him to. Oh, uh... because if uh, because I'm pretty sure if you let Morden do that, the Solarians don't support you.
0: That's true. You lost their loyalty.
1: But, like, the Krogans are warlords. I'd rather have them to fight the Reapers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a <laughs> Oh, thing. my
0: gosh. I guess I didn't know that. I didn't remember that. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of stuff you could do that's... Uh, Questionable. Yeah. Darkish. Um, and so, man, like, Udina comes back up, the, the mm-hmm. surviving spokesperson of the mm-hmm. council, uh, and he leads a raid on the Citadel with Cerberus. And captures Oh you know what? The council doesn't die. Because he captures the council and Cerberus is going to assassinate them.
0: Wow. Or I he captures
1: to... he captures somebody. Yeah. Um
0: So Cerberus isn't yeah, out yet. Like <laughs>
1: yeah, Cerberus shows up and locks down the Citadel and you have to go in and save. So him. I remember that battle. That's when you re- That's when you reconnect with Caden and Or or not and Or Caden or Ashley. Mm-hmm. Is they see you there and you've got your gun aimed at Udina and she's like, Uh he's that was the first time I did a renegade thing and the first time my heart rate jumped. So Uh. at the end of this standoff, Udina is holding a counselor at gunpoint Mm -hmm. and I
0: do remember that from the last You're holding him
1: at gunpoint and Ashley's got her gun to your back and there's a moment where you're like arguing and the renegade prompt pops up. And it was just a situation. Is that like when you
0: get that star when you can just have to respond? Yeah, you have yeah, to, you hit, have the to right, hit the trigger Left trigger quick. or something? Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, it was one of those moments where, like, it was a standoff. Like, for real, like, Hollywood, Mexican standoff. One person aimed at me, I'm aimed at another person, that person's aimed. And it was just like, this isn't going anywhere, this is bad, like, people are coming. Also, he's got a gun to a, a councilwoman and, like, how you do I... Him out? And then the red trigger, the renegade trigger popped up and I just instinctively hit just it. And, bam. And Shepard drew his gun. Bam. And like, I remember for like
0: I uh, think I went three back. or
1: four minutes, I was like, oh my God. I think I went
0: back and <laughs> replayed that. I think I played that both ways. Both, if you both times you shoot him. Both times you shoot him.
1: I'm pretty sure if you don't shoot yes. him, like Ashley doesn't trust you. Or, or, or Caden, whoever is the survivor. They don't trust you because like, yeah. they still don't Both Both times
0: what. he gets shot. Who takes them out if you don't? If you
1: don't do it, the Caden or Ashley okay, does. It. Okay, okay, And I'm... if they have to do it, they're like, "Yeah, are you on their side or not?" It's weird.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. See what I mean? These these decision based. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, um,
0: outcomes are agonizing.
1: But the one I really want to talk about. Okay. So we don't bore everybody with okay, just like okay. doing my a shot. synopsis of the game. Yeah. The one i we've got, <laughs> we've got to talk about is the Tali and Legion wrap up. Wow. Because you go back to Rannoch. Yeah. Tali's home world. Yes. That the Geth have taken over. And you, I mean, over time, if you don't remember um, Saren being under the, the, the control of the Reapers in the first game, well, he was using the Geth. hmm And so then you you deduce through right. research over time that the the Geth are bad because the Reapers are controlling. hmm And so you go back to Rannoch, the the... Aquarian homeworld to liberate it from the Geth.
0: Is that where you go through that puzzle? That, that, um, in the, um, A- AI? Is that when you go through the puzzle? Which, which game is that? Maybe? I don't know. God. And you go, and you go through the memories and you see the Turians making the decision, um, to just start destroying the Geth and the Geth want you to oh, see. The Quarians. Um, yeah. And you want them, you want them to. And Legion or whoever's guiding you through this experience wants you to see what happened, how they were betrayed, and to stop it, so that they can be so that they can be independent. Isn't that? Do you remember that? Yeah, puzzle? I think that's that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's
1: also the moment where you're. If there's a moment in this game. I don't know if it's exactly lined up with this or if it's close, but you're on a geth ship with your crew. And the Quarian fleet starts shooting at it while you're still on it. Mm,
0: I didn't. And then you that get either. back
1: to your ship and, like, the Quarian admiral's there in the renegade option. You punch him in the gut. And you're like, I told you not to shoot until I got off my ship. Or she got off that ship. I was still there. Get off my ship. It was so good. So, like, so you... much more
0: multifaceted than just good guy, bad guy. Yeah,
1: and if you don't do that, <laughs> Shepard just kind of comes in like, jerk. But, like, <laughs> I, when I played through it that way, I was like, hold on. So I went back and was like, what's Renegade do? And when I wailed him in the stomach and was like, get the fuck off my ship, I was like, yes. <laughs>
0: that felt yes. so good.
1: Because <laughs> that guy's a jerk and tried to kill me. Yeah. Um,
0: and besides, what oh, is and he like, of- he,
1: like, drops his head, and like, I'm sorry, and, like, leaves. Oh, it's so good. It's so good.
0: So the Koreans so the, so the have to do um, a pilgrimage.
1: They're, they're on, they're, they're basically on one.
0: They have to go, yeah, they have, oh, but each oh, individual yeah. has to go off and do something good for their race and then come back. And but they get Tali, named after their ship. Yeah, the Tali allies with you, so she can't come back because she's not doing anything in their eyes to, yeah. you know, further their race. Doesn't she
1: get them, so they all have, like, something, something vos yeah and then the name of the ship yeah that right and so Tali becomes their Tally, leader something of Normandy their... yeah because so the Normandy allies. is the ship that she she calls it. home and yeah. this whole storyline realigns her with her people so that she can go back to them but but the whole thing is liberating it from the geth mm-hmm. and while you're doing it Legion says yo like if we just free them from the Reapers mm-hmm. they can be their own people right And they won't fight you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to either believe him or not believe him. And if you choose to believe him, you have to convince Tali that what he's saying is true. And you messed that up. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because what happened in your game?
0: Well, I I can't remember... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what happened?
1: Tali killed herself. Oh,
0: is that what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Tali, yeah, she couldn't accept she couldn't, it. She couldn't accept she it. She couldn't accept it, so she she jumped she off the edge.
1: threw herself off of a cliff. Yeah,
0: okay. I didn't know that's what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I remember <laughs> we were talking about the game one night, and you explained that that had happened. Mm-hmm. And you were I'm... like, man, it was so sad when Tali killed herself. And I was like, what? Yeah, but you need to
0: back this game up, <laughs> man. I had no idea <laughs> that
1: was possible. Because you can convince Tali and therefore, yeah. and then convince her people mm-hmm. that, like, the Geth are going to leave you alone and Legion is going to be in charge of them because he was sentient before. That's also when Legion says, I. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'm sorry.
0: Shepherd Commander, I must go to them.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. It's the only way. And like, Tali and Shepard are both like, what? (laughs) Because he just said I instead of we. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. So I don't remember, I did not remember how I convinced her to accept the decision. So it was both and. It was just one cog of one wheel. It was that narrow yeah. of a definition of getting yeah. her to accept you, and, and, I, may and have I missed been, it the first time. Yeah, it.
1: But, but I had to go back and were replay. Were there loyalty missions in Mass Effect Three?
0: No, nope. no, you already had your team. There were side missions, but they weren't—they weren't called loyalty missions. Because you already had. Because your I team. think
1: that might have been why you didn't convince her. You had to go back further and play. Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah,
0: No, I only had to go back and start that okay. one section of the game. And it was, a, it was extensive, but it didn't have to go back okay. too far. So just so that I could get to that point. And that's one thing I really love about that game is the multiple saves. And I know a lot of people really hate that. But before fighting a boss or whatever, you could save. And then you'd, start, you'd get halfway through the boss fight and you could save. Otherwise, I don't think I could have done it. Man, When I think about games like Destiny and how many times I have to start over, sometimes I just quit just like, I can't do it on oh, my own. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I just sure. can't.
0: You know, I've died 250 times. Oh, you
1: remember when you're doing the, the crawl through the streets of London mm-hmm. to get to the Spire, to get up into the... Yeah. Wherever you're going. Yeah. Um, And, like, you're fighting, like, in the streets of London against yeah. just waves on waves yeah. on waves right. of Reaper forces. Right.
0: And if you couldn't save... Oof. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Think about that. And so many games that have come out recently don't let you. If you die... You know, <laughs> spawning restricted. Boom. You're back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to start the whole dang quest over again. No. Yeah. Um That's what I did last night on Warframe. Oh my gosh.
1: But I want to talk about Okay. I want to talk about how much this game impacted us because yes. a lot of this game is very final because it's yeah. it's it. Yeah. It's the end of the trilogy. And uh there's a mo- there's a couple moments specifically that I wanted to see if you remembered. Um one Oh, you go back and meet a bunch of the old crew from Mass Effect 2 mm-hmm. and reconnect, too. Like, you find the Justicar Samara, you find Jack, and Jack's like a teacher at a school for biotics. hmm Remember? And mm-hmm. she's got students that are like biotic artillery men and women.
0: Oh, gosh, yes.
1: So good. Yeah. Um,
0: There's a lot of conclusions.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that starts when you get to the like the forward operating base in London. hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go to that little room and call up all your friends and, like, basically say goodbye. Yeah.
0: It's your it's your farewell scene.
1: And you, like, call your... In my case, you call your romance and, like, I love you. I hope I see you again. Ugh, man. Aww. That's tough. Uh, you call your old friends. You call... I think I called Miranda from Mass Effect 2. I think in that moment. I, you basically call everybody. mm mm-hmm. um, So there's that. Um... And then there's the Citadel DLC. Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Yes. With the party. Yeah. So how did how did you feel like we, going into the end of this game and understanding like the, the well, ways? we didn't
0: have the multiple ending yet. If they gave you they gave you more options. They rewrote the ending.
1: And so they didn't give you more options. They just gave you more cutscene.
0: Okay. So they made clarified. It was
1: extended. Yeah, people were they <laughs> furious
0: about the ending. And then after they did that, we played through it again. Then they did the DLC where we could go back. And have a party with all the people that we loved. You know, our old team.
1: Which is, that became the true ending of my game.
0: Yeah. Um, I actually liked it about 50% of it. The the, The Citadel DLC? Yeah. About half of it. I think it got redundant. And because I knew we were all getting ready to go to our death. (laughs) That I was getting ready to affect the ending of the universe. There was only so much I could revel in that. It's like, okay. Alright, this was fun. This was like having a happy memory. But, okay, it's enough. It's time to end this party. Get on hmm. down the road and get hmm. do what we had to do. It was fun, especially as it was building. Yeah, yeah. Calling everybody in. Yeah. And meeting in the apartment and all that kind of stuff. It was beautiful. It was touching. But it was like, this is almost disingenuous. It would have been great if it had happened before and given me hope that maybe I could save so I for did everybody. it
1: after beating the game yeah it was literally the last Mass Effect thing I did mm-hmm. and so for me it was amazing because that was how the game actually ended to me
0: mm-hmm. oh okay
1: to me like
0: that isn't an ending though
1: no but it was That's the last funny. thing I did yeah so you know what I mean like in my own like brain in my own head canon for the for the game yeah like we ended up beating the Reapers and then we just threw a giant party Hey everybody, it's Caleb, one of your hosts, and I wanted to take a quick moment to step outside of the episode so that we could talk about our sponsor. This season of Procedural Generations is sponsored by Illustrious Vision. Are you in the need of a professional graphic designer but don't want to go to an expensive agency and you don't trust your friend to execute your vision? Then hire Illustrious to create and execute your design. With over 10 years of experience, Illustrious has designed everything from flyers, logos, restaurant branding, consumer products, billboards, vehicle wraps, and more. Not only do they have a professional touch, but a creative and fun approach to their graphics. If this sounds like something you would be interested in, call 314-517-1005 to get a free quote or visit www.illustriousvisions.com today. One more time, that's 314-517-1005 to get a free quote or visit www.illustriousvisions.com today. And that's all the time I'm going to take up. Enjoy the rest of the episode, and thanks so much for listening.
0: So the multiple endings. You, you, how many times have you played it? The
1: well, I've seen three. all the endings.
0: You've seen them all. What yeah. did you choose? What was I your chose. Solution? De- so you
1: get three deci- decisions, right? Yeah. Destroy, assimilate, control. Or apparently, there's a fourth where you just don't do anything.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. was didn't a Didn't know that until today. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, that's bananas. Yeah. Where you just let the cycle continue. Yeah. Walk okay. away.
0: Okay, just go back and have a party. <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> that's it. right. It's the end Ta-da. of the world as we know <laughs> it. Um, yeah, so, so the control you um, oh, there's so much that goes into this because, mm-hmm. like,
0: well, what, do you remember which the one whole you-
1: game the the whole trilogy: Paragon, good; Renegade, bad. Mm-hmm. Paragon, blue; Renegade, red. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in the second game, it's still Paragon and Renegade, but you don't have to earn skill points to use them; they're just options. And then in the third game. Renegade doesn't mean bad. We've already talked about this. It just mm-hmm. means bold, or right. just different, or like just stand up for yourself. Yeah. And blue is like, yeah, you're still being nice, but red's not mean. It's just like, uh-uh, nope. This it's not, almost it's taking the
0: morality part out of it.
1: Yeah, like they're starting to invert. Yes. Because a lot of the Paragon stuff is like really passive, like mm-hmm. allowing things to happen to mm-hmm. you, which in this situation feels very wrong. Right. And then you get these decisions. And Control, which dissolves Shepard's body and puts his mind in control of all the Reapers, mm-hmm. is blue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's the good answer. Destroy, that one. Destroy, which yes. destroys all synthetic life, which includes the Geth, the Reapers, and, like, Edie, who now is in a body.
0: Well, and yourself, because you're mostly biotic.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is, that, that decision's red mm-hmm. and looks bad. Mm-hmm. And then the decision in the middle is green. Green. Um, and that's the uh assimilation synthesis mm-hmm. where yeah, a synthesis where it mixes um, biological and technical and synthetic um across the board mm-hmm. so that there's no Forever. Yeah, forever. Everything is both biological. But she's and synthetic. also
0: assimilated in that. Shepherd doesn't walk away.
1: No, there's no walking away from any of
0: Shepherd this. doesn't survive any of them. No. So I thought by So, like, control,
1: control it consumes you. Yeah. Um, no, you assi- assume.
0: You assume. You lose your body, but your consciousness. Right.
1: Uh, synthesis, whatever it's called. Yeah,
0: that consumes you.
1: That consumes you. It uses your DNA to mm-hmm. create a... Synthetic... Biotechnical base. map for yeah. the rest of the world, like the universe, I guess. And then control just destroys everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. Control is blue. Destroy is red. And that made you feel like you should go with blue. Mm -hmm. But blue means the Reapers stay alive Mm -hmm. and your brain will control them. That sounds like a lie. That
0: sounds like Cerberus. Yeah. That's what you and Cerberus were trying to do. Yeah.
1: And every red...
0: Remember that one point uh, when you went through the the relay and you had the choice to save the ship or destroy it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly that's what we were the talking about position. earlier. Yeah, I, exactly I destroyed same. the
1: collector ship. Yeah, but the Illusive Man wanted to use yes. the, the the Reaper and technology, and he couldn't.
0: And he couldn't house that in his body; it corrupted him, and yeah. it yeah, it's ultimately his end. So, like, so I figured that was not an option.
1: Every red renegade decision I made in Mass Effect Three mm-hmm. felt like the right decision. Hmm so I am and there will be people who don't agree with this I'm a firm believer in the indoctrination theory um that's just what I'm choosing to be true which is why the citadel party is the thing that happened um the indoctrination theory posits that when you are sprinting to that beam to go up mm-hmm. and you get knocked out and you because because uh not sovereign but what's the big reaper harbinger lands mm-hmm. in front of you and attacks mm-hmm. you um that once you get hit there you're just unconscious. And that when you wake up and you're walking into the beam, mm-hmm. it's hallucination. Yeah, yeah. And Harbinger's close proximity to Shepard in reality mm-hmm. at that moment completely takes over his mind and completely indoctrinates him. And that the final segments of the game are playing out in his mind. And that like the little kid that's the intelligence is actually Harbinger.
0: That's the catalyst. Yeah, catalyst, catalyst, yeah. No one's going to understand this if they haven't played the game. No, Sorry no, guys,
1: no. sorry. But that, that, that character is actually Harbinger taking the version of a kid from your memory, the, the appearance of a kid from your memory, and that he's trying to convince you to become indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Blue, he consumes you and Shepard just is indoctrinated and the cycle goes on because he's not there to fight anymore. And Good. that red, Sprecious. because it's red and renegade, and that the players will assim- assimilate that or associate that with bad, they won't do it. Right. So I chose that, to which, to me, through indoctrination <laughs> theory, it <laughs> means that Shepard broke the indoctrination and then went up and saved the universe whatever oh, whatever. this is a very long story to get. I
0: did this I chose the assimilation the synthesis so
1: yeah I did all three I wasn't pleased with any of them mm-hmm. but at the end because of the destroy you
0: can't save Shepard no matter what you do at
1: the end of destroy Shepard's mm-hmm. alive oh really yeah Whoa. you see his body in the wreckage and he goes <gasps> and then it fades to black so he is alive so he is alive <laughs> yeah so that's what wow. I chose um and, like, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it destroys all synthetic life. We'll mm-hmm. make more. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Geth, but, like...
0: It's true. That's true. We could it's save value every
1: species for the every price of a single... Organic species. Yeah, we could... Basically all of them. We could yeah. save every species... But... But what? But,
0: but, but... Was it back but, in... But, 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 but... but? One... Early in the game, where you have to make a decision to wipe out an entire so fleet I... of... So you're, you've are you already made a decision. I forget if it was a... Um, uh... You're talking about,
1: you're about the Arachni. The bugs. Yeah. You can destroy all of them. Yes. Or you can let them go. Right, I think I... I let them go.
0: I can't remember now. No, because I made a decision somewhere early in the game where I was already known as... I had a reputation of already having made a decision to eradicate a race of something. Probably the Rachni. must have been the Rachni, okay.
1: Yeah, that's the one you get. Okay. You can you can kill the last queen or you can let her go and start her people over again. And if you let her go, the Rachni come back in three and help build the Crucible.
0: I might have messed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I killed the bugs. <laughs> I, the
1: reason I let the Rachni live was because of Ender's Game. I was like, I can't kill the buggers. Like, I have to oh. let them... <laughs> I, I, I have to let them live.
0: Oh, I wish I'd thought of that.
1: Yeah, I felt like I can't.
0: Someday we're going to have to do a podcast on the Ender's.
1: Have you read all of them?
0: I have read three or four
1: Ender's Game, Speaker for the Dead, Children of the Mind, or Xenocide, and Children mm-hmm, of the Mind. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I've read those.
1: Okay. And okay. then you read the Shadow series, too. Yeah. And I did not read the Shadow series.
0: So I'm going to, yeah, we'll have to go back. Sci
1: fi and... is a part of this family. Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. Probably that, that, uh, uh, speaker for the dead probably has, has had as I mean how, how didn't I just a short while ago say something about the philotic network did I say that to you or just say to Ben I you mean, said it
1: to Ben yes. that's amazing I think about that all the time oh my
0: gosh yes the
1: philotes and, and yeah. what I use I had and, to look
0: that up to find out if it was really a thing
1: it seems so it's, real it's so real yeah. it's,
0: compl- yeah. it's even in Wikipedia it makes sense Yeah, the phylotes and all that stuff. It's even in Wikipedia and it's all a construct in his mind, in Card's mind.
1: (laughs) that's super good. Yeah. Anyway, Um, we'll have
0: to do a series on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, so like...
0: So the ending is profoundly sad and it makes you want to just like go right back and watch that cutscene or do something to make the...
1: I just wanted more. Make them...
0: Yeah, so it's not over-over. It was such of, a
1: like, oh, uh, that's it. With all the characters, you spent 200 hours getting sh- to know.
0: Yep. It's such a, a profoundly personal and impactful thing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. And so I think I'll be spending the rest of my life trying to have another experience like that and don't know if it's possible.
1: <sighs> something else, Something else is bound to come out that's that good.
0: So, I'm jumping ahead to Anthem. And I can't say much because I've only played three hours. But, something about those characters, always, you're not, really not having a whole lot of dialogue choices. Mm -hmm. And there's this constant snarky, snappy, um, pilot speak. Kind of like, you Mm -hmm. know, talking amongst themselves all the time. Just put me off. It's like, it's just too like Ben said. They they seem to have forgotten that they're living on an outpost, the last remaining, you know, defeated people of the human race. You know, See, you
1: guys haven't played far enough. Okay, they're not the last remaining people. Oh, uh, and it's not doom and gloom. Okay, like there's Where's other there there's other cities. Yeah, um, this is just one of them. And don't, people do they don't, know that? Yeah, they know that. Okay, just there's people from is... other cities that are, that come there. You okay. meet a princess from Antium and like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the people, The reason that, that Tarsus is so deserted is because people left it to okay. go to other cities. Better cities. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, fuck this place, like, I'm gonna go to the cool place. Yeah, okay. um, alright,
0: well, I've... And
1: seen... the beginning is chipper because, like, things are going pretty well. At that point. Yeah. Dun, dun, and dun, that dun. changes. Yeah, rapidly. <laughs> and, like, one of your best friends in that game betrays you massively, mm-hmm. and you're like, what? Like, yeah. You yeah. guys played... The first three hours. Ben's played more than that. That's all I've got. Ben's addicted to Warframe. Nothing is going to make him turn away from Warframe.
0: Kind of like he was with E. C. And that's not a problem.
1: Yeah, and that's not a problem. No one would play
0: with him. So let's find a game. Let's find a game that we can all play. Okay, research, research,
1: Warframe.
0: So we all get on. We all start playing Warframe, and then Ben gets addicted, and nobody wants to play with him anymore. Sorry, Ben. (laughs) And they all go off and do other things. I
1: just I just couldn't get on board with Warframe. Well, it's a lot of work. It is. It's a ton of work. Yeah.
0: And, but the thing is it's fascinating is that's been around for six years. As of twenty nineteen, yeah. that game has been around for six years and they just kept building and plugging and building sure. and plugging. No, so it's they an have absolute built this marvel
1: of like accomplishment.
0: Monument uh to to uh lore and to oh yeah. I I don't know what I'm trying to say, but It's so much to take on if you haven't been a part of it for six years to even have the audacity to put your toe in the water and even try to play. Well, you know what? It rewards you so much even at at the, the one to three level of rank. It rewards you so much with the ability to fight and the ability to rank up and the ability to get weapons. You don't even have to know the depth of the... Process and the crafting and all yeah, stuff, that stuff—that comes along. I just have—I take
1: issue with the fact that it takes like 30 hours for the story to get good.
0: Yeah, well, you know why? Because, because they added it later. Because that's not it's an much excuse. later. It's yeah.
1: not an excuse yeah, to me.
0: Yeah, you wanted to jump in at the story. Yeah, I that's why you. I play
1: games. That's <laughs> why we're talking about. The I know. I know. i the same All about story. Yes, all and, about story.
0: Okay.
1: And it, I mean, it's also—it'd also be different if I had more time mm-hmm. to just dedicate to that. And maybe I will, now that I'm doing this full-time, right? Um, But before, when it was like, I gotta stay relevant, I gotta stay on top of brand new stuff, like, Mm -hmm. Far Cry came out, had to play that. Apex came out, had to play that. Anthem is out, gotta play that. Mm -hmm. Stellaris came out today, gotta play that. Who came out today? A game called Stellaris. Okay. Um, The Division comes out in like two and a half weeks, I'm gonna have to play that. Sekiro's a week after that, I'm gonna have to play that. I somehow have to find time for Crackdown that just came out, like... Finding time for Mm -hmm. Warframe when everybody who's into it knows it's good. Yes. And everyone who's not into it either played it and didn't like it. And got frustrated. Or doesn't have time for it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's hard for me to find time to do it. And, like, it's kind of enjoyable, but just the movement and the the melee combat is just not (laughs) doing it for me. Well,
0: I have to tell you about last night because there there has been two quests. There have been two quests that are solo. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're pretty high level. And I get a lot of where I get because I play with people that are high level. So I I level up really faster than I should. Because I am playing in a group. And I get myself in situations like that where my character really isn't ready. So I, I fought, I died, I fought, I died. And it's like, it's 30, 40 minute... Yeah. of struggle to get to that point and then to fail. bong! you get this <laughs> this bell that rings you off. And it's like, ugh. So I just shivered and I just said, no, nah, I'm going to do it for a while. I'm going to keep keep playing, but I'm going to go back. And I'm going to build yeah. up my character and I'm going to do it the right way. But that's what happens. I get myself. I try to explain that to Casey, who's just learning to play Destiny. She said, but you're, you're a 500. You're a 520. I said, yeah, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been doing this for a
0: long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm teaching her persistence and I'm teaching yeah. her how to hide behind a rock and say, okay, sometimes you can't beat a bad guy by doing that. But 80% of the time you can get through a level if you just hang back and go, you know, pick off all the bad guys yeah. and work Be-be. your way towards the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway, so I get myself uh, in, involved in, in games at a level at which I really haven't earned my cred. Hmm. Which what do you is... mean
1: you haven't earned your cred? You put 14 days in Destiny.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I can't do the the raids. And I can't do... Well... Stuff like that.
1: I've only beaten the, De- the first Destiny 2 raid once. Mm-hmm. I only did every raid in the first Destiny once. I don't even think I did the raid in... What was the AI one? At the end of Destiny? Where you go fight... The remember uh, it's the rise of iron. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I don't know if I played that one.
1: You've, that, it's like the weird red stuff that like infects mm-hmm. um, the fallen and turns them into something else. I didn't even do that raid. Yeah, I, haven't I don't done think, all think of I them. did. Well, because because no, I did.
0: Most of the people that I play with have been playing together for so long, and they do the raids like a couple times a week. Yeah, you know Dude, the
1: raids are. And they hard. take
0: time. No. Oh, my yeah. gosh.
1: Yeah, the number of people that have beaten the raids is far outweighed by the number yes. of people who play the game.
0: The last time I played Destiny was with Casey. Well, time before last was with Casey. And she got off and um, Caesar said, hey, Miss Christy, you want to play? I went, um.
1: You told me this No. Story. That's very good. <laughs> to
0: tell you it again? Yeah, go
1: for it. Tell so, everybody else.
0: So... So I said, but, but Caesar, you're 650 and I'm 520. And he goes, Oh, no, no, I'll help you. We'll help you get ranked up. I got a good idea. Now follow me. So we go up into the city, the dreaming city, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, he, and he takes me through this maze of buildings and kind of goes in front of me like my vanguard and blows everybody away because they're all really high level uh, opponents. And we get into this one part of the city and we kind of drop down. and kind of like, it looks like you're going into a little cavern yeah and it becomes a world it becomes a total open black world and we are advancing against these really big behemoths and he goes and i die and he goes okay uh so we go back i have to jump through a portal and he comes back and we jump through the portal and we fight our way there again so he kills the next set of enemies and i die and he goes okay i'm coming back so we go back and respawn jump through the portal we do this three or four times and i went wait a minute why don't you just stay there let me respond outside the portal, and I'll catch up to you. So this is the way we traverse through this whole special
1: level. This sounds awful.
0: Every time he kills, some, you know, he kills everybody in front of me, and I get whacked. Then I respond. Then I go, wait, I'm coming. And so I trudge along till we get all the way up to this jumping puzzle, and you have to jump on these rocks that are tumbling. And he says, now this is really hard. He says, I know people who won't even do this. So if you if you get through this, when we get to the last little turning rock you're going to drop down onto a stationary rock that's where we're going to fight the last battle and that's how you win it took me about four times i got to the last rock when i jumped all the way down to the bottom i didn't do a safe jump and i got to the bottom and it just about took my life you know all my health away And the first time someone just bumped into me i died so i said i'll be right back oh. so i was waiting for it to respawn me knowing that i'd have to run through the whole landscape do the jumping puzzle and when i respond there was no portal <laughs> and I couldn't go back. That was oh. it. We had worked for two and a half hours for me to get to that point where I dropped in and he was going to fight the, the boss for me and I...
1: Blooped. couldn't do it.
0: Couldn't do it. I said, Caesar, thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Uh, that's awful. Uh,
0: yeah, it was awful. And I probably didn't kill anybody. Not a single... I mean, <laughs>
1: you, you probably couldn't have. Where did you stop it? Oh, I haven't. Yet. Oh, we're still
0: recording. We're still talking, oh, okay. yeah.
1: okay. So I want to bring it back right. so we can okay. wrap up. Okay. Because um, we did not talk We did talk about things that aren't Mass Effect yes. for a second. So I that's know. Okay. That's, okay. Because, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay.
0: Because it's going to be that way. Yeah, it's going to be forth. that. It's
1: a conversation. Flash forward. Flash you're, back. You're in our conversation right now. Flash so sideways. If you don't like it, stop. it. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, what? So yeah, final thoughts on ME3. How'd you feel about the ending?
0: Um... Tragically sad, and, and, and sad
1: because it was ex- ex- not sad, satis-
0: but not satisfied with any of the choices. I oh, really yeah. wasn't, and I was really grateful that they gave us an extended version, and I was really grateful they gave us some DLC because I think they realized that we were all just like dropped, like we oh, got yeah. to the end and just like, you know, what? what, what? Yeah. So, um, like you said, to have played that many hundreds of hours and to have it just stop like that was painful and with no hope. So I don't think any of those endings really gave us any hope, but um, I think it made me want to turn right around and play it again. But 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 I didn't. Um, when I got through it the second time, I stopped and waited for um, for Andromeda. And when Andromeda was getting ready to be um, released, I went back and started one, two, and part of three, and and that as far as I got.
1: Yeah, man, that's a. Uh...
0: And I loved Andromeda. I can't wait to talk. I know a lot of people didn't. Yeah,
1: no, it was broken. And yeah. there were there were issues, but I loved like I all of it. I
0: did too. All and I all really it. have kind of missed it. Kinda of want to go back. There just isn't anything else to really do.
1: Yeah. I and, I loved all the characters. They
0: didn't add any DLC. They didn't do any building. No, like, when Andromeda just... was over, it was over.
1: Yeah, it's because the game just kinda
0: it, yeah. It was broken. It got dumped. Yep. Which well is no good. it should never have come to light if they weren't ready to do it the right way, and and maintain it, and support yeah. it, and
1: so there's a lot we can probably talk about when we get to the Andromeda yeah. episode. That like there's a there's a lot that happened in that development process, mm-hmm. and it's a miracle we got a game.
0: Yep, like they yep, they, they had like three years
1: it. to make something, four years to make something, and they, they put it together in eighteen months. Which is why it was broken and missing stuff, and I don't know if that's because of poor leadership or because they were with EA, mm-hmm. and EA is a publisher that like gave them a deadline. It was like you release it now, or yeah, we cause we start causing problems. I don't know. Um, that being said, the fact that it's a miracle we got a game and that I could have fun with what that Still what that been. was mm-hmm. is is impressive. And you
0: and you do remember when I showed you a picture of my character, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> because... save that. Save that for the next episode. Okay. All right. That's because, a teaser. Because that, yeah. When because... I saw your character, it was uh, I was moved by it. Yeah. Yeah. It good.
0: I decided to be um, immersive and not be myself, yeah. and I was totally immersive in that game.
1: Yeah. You decided to role play. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Which, like, that's a, that's awesome. Sometimes yeah. role playing means being yourself in a different world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes role playing means being playing somebody else. as somebody else.
0: Arthur. <laughs> Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. Or just like playing a character where you are allowed to make decisions mm-hmm. and making decisions based on that character. It's
0: a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is like why I love D and D and why I'd like our next season of that. Like I'm gonna force you guys to make decisions and I wanna see if who plays as themselves and or who says, Well my character would probably do this. Right. So I'm going to do that. I yeah. wouldn't do that, but this character would definitely do that. <laughs> that's like that's, another, that's a really cool place to... another role dynamic.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Caleb.
1: Yeah, thank you, All right, man. Thanks for
0: spending a whole day being uh, in the Mass Effect universe again. was just yeah. been wonderful. It's been awesome.
1: Yeah. And okay. I think people are going to enjoy this. now I, so, yeah, yeah. I hope so, too. And we're not done. We have not. Andromeda to do. That's right. And, okay. then, we got, we, and then we got Anthem. We're going to figure out how to get you.
0: I'm going to gonna give it a go. If you
1: like Destiny.
0: Yeah, of course. And
1: you like Mass Effect.
0: Yeah.
1: Anthem is the mixture of those two things. Mm. It's Mass Effect's combat with Destiny's storytelling and strikes and raids and gear. It's literally... It's those two things. If they had a baby, it would be... Anthem. Okay.
0: I think I married and had a baby. Okay. Alright. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, guys. Thanks for listening.
1: And uh, we will see you on the next episode about... Andromeda.
0: You almost said bounty board.
1: But no, then the know. next episode about
0: about okay. about Andromeda. <laughs> there I go again, being a grandma. <laughs> a,
1: ba- a bounty board. Yeah, what? she's correcting me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. All right. Take All right, easy guys. Folks. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you uh, next time. Yeah. Spicy. <laughs>